might just hit it raw. Hold on, that's not my element. I like dark skins, love a melanin. Hey guys, you are now no. Your favorite stuff. <laughs> Your favorite podcast that amplifies the experience. No, sorry. Okay. Can you start again? You are now listening to season four of Dark and Lovely Pod with your lovely hosts, Dej and Ohima T. This is your favorite podcast that amplifies the voices and experiences of black women. Streaming every Friday on all platforms. So kick off your shoes, relax your feet, and lock in to Dark and Lovely Pod. Woo! Preferring light skin over dark skin in any capacity is inherently colorist. Yeah, I think it is. So, like, you don't think, like, like, if they say, like, nah, like, I'm not colorist, like, I think dark skin women, like, look good, but, like, I, my preference is a light skin woman, like. But why? Like, why is that your preference? Like, what is the reason behind it? <laughs> what was the reason? You know, no, but literally, like, w- like, what is the reason that you prefer light skin women? Yeah, I feel like I feel like once you ask him that, any it's answer like, that's gonna come is gonna it's be gonna colorist. be colorist. Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome back to another episode. Yes, it's been a while. It's been a very long while. <laughs> <laughs> Season four, episode one. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, of course, I have to start with the tea because we missed a lot of tea. I feel like bare things have been happening and like low-key when the um chloe and tristan thing happened with like the dna test confirming that he's the father or whatever yeah i was like oh my gosh i wish we were on the podcast to talk about this but here we are now yeah so what are your thoughts on this whole situation because he's they're clearly still together what yeah well how do you know that because <laughs> did you watch the um did you see the whole stuff about connie and kim no okay basically i guess it was um when it is it chicago one of their kids yeah chicago it was yeah. chicago's birthday mm-hmm. and kanye posted a video saying that like kim is not allowing him to go to the birthday party oh. and how he's not even allowed to <laughs> he's not even allowed to know the address and then he said he <laughs> called tristan to ask for the address oh. and Tristan said that he can't give it to him and then people are like all I got from this is that <laughs> Tristan and Chloe are still talking so oh, shit. clearly they're still together Mm-mm. so what are your thoughts about this whole thing so wait let's recap so basically Tristan cheated again mm-hmm. and this time he basically got the girl pregnant and the girl exposed the screenshots of them on Snapchat of him. I think he was giving her 75k to get an abortion. <laughs> yeah. And he's telling No wait, no wait. On the last episode, I think you did mention this, but we didn't know that it was confirmed that he was a Exactly. Dad. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let's yeah. Cause to be honest, I was thinking maybe you know, maybe he's not the father. Like No, no, I thought he definitely was. I was like, maybe he's not, but he definitely is the father. So yeah, to recap, he, the girl was messaging him, I guess, saying she's pregnant. And he told her like, take 75K, get an abortion because I'm not going to be in the kid's life (laughs) and I'm retiring and I'm unemployed. (laughs) I'm unemployed. This man said that he's about to retire just so, so she doesn't have a baby. Yeah. That's wild. 
so yeah so the dna test came back he's the father and then um yeah so she's still with him obviously so what do you think about that maybe maybe it's like kim she's like oh like i'll just invite tristan because it's my my child's uh uncle no i (laughs) i'm sorry i'm trying to think of like an alternative no i'm sorry i no because if think about like if somebody just had a baby on your sister yeah are you inviting them to the party like no i'd be like i'm never talking to you ever again and like your sister's done with him i feel like the only thing that would motivate you to be like okay let me like fuck with him a bit is if like your sister's like you know what like i love this guy like whatever whatever because you like when your friend's still with a guy and like you fucking Mm -hmm. hate his guts but because you respect your friend or your sister or whatever Mm -hmm. you're just gonna like if they come around you're not gonna like be rude to them you're just gonna be like oh you're waste yeah like you're you'll tolerate them exactly um damn i feel bad for chloe at this point i don't feel bad for her (laughs) (laughs) i feel like imagine you being with a man and he has a whole child on you okay but you wanted listen no let me tell you something (laughs) listen they wanted they want to be black women right they want stop no stop no you guys want to be black women right okay this is the shit that we're dealing with and you guys want like other than the fact that like why and did you see the video of her that everyone's posting of her saying that she's like she likes black cock and she's a nigger lover and she says the n-word she said nigger oh wow yeah she's like oh all day people are like you're a nigger lover and i'm like so what i like black cock or something like that like if you if you really are a non-black person that that like genuinely loves black men like wouldn't your defense be like i love the way black men like black men are i love their culture i love yeah why is it like their body like why are you why is it just like you like your dick like exactly Like, exactly. why is that the first thing that she said? Yeah, exactly. Because if somebody asks me what I love about black men, I'm not going to say they're, they're buddy. I'm going to say, you know, like, I like the like their likeness. Mm-hmm. I like how we're raised. I like that we have things in common. I like yeah. this. I like that. Not I because they have a big dick. Like, that's not... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't feel sorry for her. Because, like, especially the Kardashians, like, you guys want to be in proximity to blackness so now you're in proximity so if you're getting the repercussions that a lot of us black women have then i'm sorry like chloe kardashian is not the first woman to for a black man to have a baby on her why do i have to feel sorry for her i feel sorry for the black women in a real life that this happens to not you you're rich bro oh my god i just i feel bad for her i get what you mean but i just feel bad for her like because i would hate for For that that to happen happen to to anyone that i know like Mm -hmm. any of my friends Mm -hmm. or me Mm -hmm. so i just feel bad like on that kind of level like yeah obviously as a human she's still she's still a person she's still a human like she obviously like it's obviously very damaging to her self-esteem but i don't really think it's my job to sit here and feel sorry for her like yeah she doesn't feel sorry for me like (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's true you know and then another thing was that apparently after it happened he sent like a hundred roses to their daughter yeah i felt that was very weird yeah why are you apologizing to the maybe i don't know why she would he would apologize to her and i mean mom i mean he He obviously probably what did you think about his uh public apology okay this was the apology 
it said today paternity test results reveal that i fathered a child with Marilee Nicholas. I take full responsibility for my actions now that paternity has been established. I look like he forward- did not write that. <laughs> I look forward to amicably raising our son. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal, both publicly and privately. Chloe, you don't deserve this. Oh, you God. don't deserve the heartache <laughs> and humiliation I have caused you. You don't deserve the way I have treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect and love for you, regardless of what you may think. Again, I am so incredibly sorry. <laughs> somebody said, somebody said, he's saying she doesn't deserve this. Like, bro, stop then. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, just stop. It's not by force that you need to, like, do these things to her. I feel like he's a sex addict, though. He probably is. I feel like he's definitely a sex addict. Yeah. I don't know i do feel bad for chloe like okay i don't want to say i feel like feeling bad is a strong language for me mm-hmm. but i understand how she must have such a like low self-esteem because i feel yeah. like she was always like like bigger than her sister's taught like yeah. your sister's kim kardashian and yeah, then like everyone's like oh chloe's bad too but it's like what's her, her name? sister's kim kardashian no, sorry, and Courtney's then bad Courtney too. is and like then your other sister is Kylie Kardashian. And I then your know. other sister is a, a supermodel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel bad for her. You know what I yeah. mean? And, like, I feel like everybody was always like, yeah, like, whatever. She's the relatable one. Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, now she's had, like, bare plastic surgery. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she kind of knows, like, like, for example, like, if, like, let's say Tristan. He's like, oh, I'm dating a Kardashian. And then mm. his friend's like, oh, uh, 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 and then it's like, oh, it's Chloe. And then it's like, oh, um, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, like, people think Kim's the better bitch. Yeah. Courtney's the better bitch. Chloe's yeah. the better. Like, if people were to rate the sisters, like, based on their looks, like, she probably's coming in last place every time just because. Yeah. And she's not even ugly. That's the thing. She's not. She just looks different than them. She just you know? looks different than them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. So I feel, and I feel like she, she kind of knows that. Yeah. And then also like Tristan is like Tristan is an attractive man. He is. And yeah. he's black. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like she kind of feels like this is what I can get maybe. Oh, so this is the best I can do. Yeah, maybe thing? that's how she feels. Whether it's true or not. Yeah. Yeah, cuz all the guys that she's dated, I think Tristan is the the best looking one. Yeah. From what from what we, we know, know that she dated. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, what do you think about yeah. the sorry we were talking about him giving his daughter flowers i thought that was yeah, weird that's weird because i feel like he's teaching her to like accept gifts for like abuse yeah i feel like she doesn't yeah that's true i, I don't think she understands like what's happening right now she doesn't but she's gonna but, she's obviously gonna grow up and know that her dad like she, if she, she has she's gonna have a sibling right mm-hmm. like and if Chloe and Tristan stay together and continue to have more kids, yeah. it's going to be like, okay, I have a sibling yeah. that is younger than me, that is not my mom's child. Yeah, and then true. I have another sibling that is my mom's child. Like that, you're going to, you know when you grow up and you're like, wait. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then on top true. of that, you're a Kardashian, like your business is all over the internet. Like she's going to know. Yeah, and I wonder if, like, if she's deciding to stay with Tristan for, like, the long run, like, how she's going to treat that other child. I would really like to know that. Because I feel like personally, personally, if, I God forbid this ever happens to me, like, I'd never want to have her situation ever. Mm-hmm. But if that were to happen to me and I decided to stay with that man, 
I would take on that child, not as my own, but like they would yeah. be a part of my family. Yeah, if you're not prepared to take on that child as a part of your family, then you then don't just leave because yeah. that now you're trauma like you're traumatizing a whole nother person. A like, whole nother person that and didn't that, do anything. And my child deserves to know that who their sibling is. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I want them to have a good relationship and in order for them to have a good relationship, I need you to have, have a good have relationship, relationship with that child. And the mother to be And honest. the mother too. But that's so, tough. That's a tough pill it to is swallow. tough. But you're deciding to stay with him. Yeah. So you need to accept, accept his that children, he brings, you know? Which is his child that he had on you. So that's tough. Yeah. Honestly, that's why, like, you really have to be careful who you have kids with. No. Because at least, like, if she didn't have a child with him, like, it would still hurt a lot. But yeah. she wouldn't have any, like, permanent yeah, ties to Yeah, I don't think she him. would stay as much as she's staying right now. Mm-hmm. If she didn't have... If she didn't have already a child with him. Especially her first child. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's her only child and her first child. And she wants more, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know they said that they she wants she wants her children to be like with the same man. Mm-hmm. True. That's tough. That he's tough. he's nasty. Like you had you had a baby with a lady. You left her while she was pregnant to go have a baby with Chloe. And then mm. now Chloe has your kid and you she didn't hurt like and honestly maybe there's at least two kids out there that are his that we don't know about you know probably he's disgusting that he doesn't even know about (laughs) (laughs) anyway messed up man in other news everybody's saying rihanna's pregnant do you think she's pregnant maybe i don't know i feel like no one ever knows with her yeah, I feel like she's you not know? gonna tell us. She will never tell us. She's gonna pop up with a baby. Yeah. As she, As should. she should, bro. Yeah. I'd do the same thing if I was in like the limelight like that. Bro, I'm not even in the limelight and if I have a baby, I'm not I'm not posting it. I'm not it. posting it. People yeah. are a bad mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Oh, okay, one last thing. Did you see that um that pastor, what he did? What pastor? Did do you know, know Pastor Todd? You've probably seen like is he's he famous yeah he's like um in america like you've probably seen like one of his like videos like on um shade room or just like on twitter or something right he's just like a pastor like he's more geared towards like young people okay yeah and he usually does like theatrical like sermons like if he's talking about like something like he just appeals to the youth like he's not just standing up there preaching like he'll have like a whole presentation like mm. he wear he doesn't wear like suits like he wears like yeah. you know what i mean like he's just yeah. trying to appeal to the youth yeah so basically i don't to be honest i don't even remember what lesson was because it was so disgusting and i couldn't even get through the video but basically like i guess he was talking about like sometimes like we think we're too good for people or something like that yeah and he like he had like somebody on stage that was like helping him yeah and like he spit on his hands yeah <laughs> what? and like he touched the person on their shoulder or something this is as far as i got to the video because i was like this is nasty but basically from what's being described he basically spit in his hand and touched the person's face as oh. a way to discuss what he was talking about and like everybody was going crazy like saying <laughs> saying <What>? like <laughs> he's so disgusting like everyone's saying like this is ridiculous and then he like like made an apology video saying like you know, like he, like he's sorry for that, like whatever, whatever. So I don't know. That's just another thing that's in the streets that the basically hell? this pastor was just doing too much. Mm-mm. Trust me. What was the lesson? Like what? I don't. Get the it. lesson was lost. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the lesson was though. 
Okay guys, so I'm going to read a tweet that kind of sums up what our episode is going to be about today. So this tweet is by Foyan OG on Twitter and it reads, I will always hate skin bleaching and people who advocate slash promote it, but I understand exactly why it happens. So I will always hate the colorist society that pushes people to bleach even more. Uh, so for this episode, we decided to talk about colorism again because um, last year for our first episode, we spoke about colorism. So we kind of wanted to go over how our opinions of colorism have changed over the last year mm-hmm. um, and yeah, go more in depth about it. Yeah, just revisit some of the things that we spoke about or whatever. Um, I feel like the first episode we didn't talk too much about like bleaching mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, like, what have been like? Have you ever had an? Obviously, I don't like. Obviously, you never bleached before, but like, have you ever like had any experiences where you either wanted to, somebody around you was, or did you really know what it was? Like, what was your first interaction with like? Okay, there's some dark skin people like bleach their skin. Honestly, I never even knew it was a thing. Mm-hmm. To be honest, like I've never been exposed to it mm-hmm. ever growing up, or maybe I was exposed to it. Like maybe I I knew people that were that were like actually bleach, bleaching, but I didn't know what it was, so I didn't mm-hmm. have like that language to like talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know it was an actual thing. I just knew their skin looked weird. <laughs> Not weird. You know, it looked a little off, and I was like, oh, so maybe mm-hmm. it should, they're just born like that. Like that's what how how I would think, right? Mm-hmm. But then I think it was like maybe high school. Where I was like, okay, this is, like, a thing that people do. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I still don't even think I, like, saw anyone mm-hmm. that actually bleached in high school. Like, I don't think I ever met mm-hmm. anyone. But maybe, like, on TV shows or, like, in social media or, like, on the news, I would see mm-hmm. of people bleaching. But it was never anything within, like, my... my Vicinity? Vicinity or, like, in my environment, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but like, what do I think about skin bleaching? Obviously, I think it's, it's, it's not a good thing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I think I kind of agree with like what the tweet said, like where that girl was going with that tweet, because like, I'm not going to hate someone really for bleaching their skin because I know that they're probably internally battling colorism. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's more of a them issue that they need to like unlearn and like figure it out but like i don't think i could be mad at them for not doing the work to figure it out yet Mm -hmm. you know what i mean if that makes sense yeah um for me like i feel like i always kind of knew about bleaching Mm -hmm. i feel like like i like i said in the first episode like there's always that one auntie that's bleaching and Mm -hmm. like or like because i um I think like from a young age I thought so much about my skin tone and I thought so much about the fact that I was dark skin like Mm -hmm. from a very young age like I was always like asking my mom stuff like oh like I'll be like why am I so dark or whatever she's like that's how we are like that's how Ghanaian people are Mm -hmm. and then I'll be like what about so and so what about this auntie what about this Mm -hmm. cousin and be like oh my mom will be like they're bleaching and I'll be like oh "Oh." like she would actually tell you yeah straight up oh shoot and I'll be like oh okay um I remember there was a certain incident where I used to be around a lot Mm -hmm. that was bleaching Mm -hmm. and um, like because bleaching like can be like a cream right 
Mm. So like, you know, when you're little, like you just do use whatever, like yeah. you know what I mean. So like, I guess I, I only it only really clicked to me like maybe like a couple years ago that this is what happened. Mm-hmm. But I guess like I was using that, mm-hmm. like not realizing that it was that obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like my mom didn't see me for a period of time, and then like when my mom seen me, she was like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like you look layer." And like oh. I remember her like questioning, like you know, like when you're little and your parents are asking you questions, but you don't know what they're getting what at. What they're getting at, yeah. And then I remember her saying like, "Oh, like, what do, like, what did you like use? Like, mm-hmm. like what da 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 da? What did like, it look like? Kind yeah. Of like, yeah. And I remember her getting like so mad, right? Yeah. So now I'm realizing that like I not I unknowingly was using that, mm, and it yeah. was bleaching me, but mm-hmm. I didn't obviously know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So I always like knew stuff. Obviously, I didn't really actually understand. Yeah. But I always knew. And then I had like one like auntie in the community that like everybody would always talk about her and say like she has skin cancer because like she's been bleaching so much. Like I just like had like multiple people around me that I'm like I don't understand why your kids are dark skin and you're light skin. Oh. Like yeah. I'm like I don't understand that. I won't be like they're bleaching. Like. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So. I always knew that it was a thing and then like I feel like I went through a whole phase where I was like I literally would think about the fact that like okay I want to bleach but like I can't because if I come to school light skin like people are gonna be like yeah. you bleached yeah. so <laughs> yeah. like I feel like I f- honestly feel like if my mom wasn't so like against bleaching yeah and so in my business as it like in high school mm-hmm. and I wasn't thinking about the fact that people would still make fun of me mm-hmm like if i had access to it i would have definitely did it those dark times like maybe like mm-hmm. grade nine grade ten because mm-hmm. i'm like bro like just leave me alone but i knew that everybody would be like you're bleaching so i was just like hey, I yeah can't. <laughs> they would make fun of you even more yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah i was like you know was privy to that mm-hmm. but i would say like in terms of the tweet i would say only up until like a few years ago like where i've become like you know like just more of a critical thinker more of an adult or whatever am mm-hmm. i realizing that like like back to what you said like somebody bleaching is not their fault like you know mm-hmm. what i mean like we we can still discuss the fact that bleaching is bad without like villainizing the people that are bleaching and like mm-hmm. paying more attention to the fact of why they are yeah you know? mm-hmm. so in the first episode um we both basically discussed what we require from our friendships as it relates to colorism. So how has that changed <laughs> or maybe stayed the same for you? Like what, like, cause I feel like even this podcast, you know, has um, made us both realize, cer- realize certain things about colorism. Mm-hmm. And then obviously like our friends that listen, like probably learned a one too. Yeah, definitely. So like, I don't know if you've had any conversations with your friends about it. I don't know if you've seen like okay maybe they understand it more or like you know what i mean yeah i definitely i think i still agree with everything that i said in the last episode about colorism and friendships or yeah colorism and friendships mm-hmm. um i still would want my uh friend to hear what i'm saying and be like an active listener in 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 anything that i say to them mm-hmm. um so uh if they ever see me experiencing colorism and they're around me i hope they get as mad and as upset as i would mm-hmm. um i think a difference i definitely do like as you said um 
have conversations with my friends mm-hmm. about um, colorism a lot more, I think, than before. than before. Because I think before, especially for my friends that are not dark skin, it was kind of like a, like, I don't know how to bring this up to you. Like, it's like weird for them, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's not something that they like experience they're mm-hmm. not at the like butt of it yeah you know they're like benefiting it from benefiting from it mm-hmm. so it was kind of hard for them to like bring it up and we would only ever talk about it if i brought it up but i notice a lot more that my friends are more willing to like bring bring it up in conversation and have like a discussion about it what about you though um i feel like i I feel like, yeah, my friends listen to it. I feel like, to be honest, I feel like we, I feel like there was a time where we maybe we didn't have those conversations. Mm -hmm. Like, when you're, like, a kid, like, high school, like, you know what I mean? Like, and even, like, just coming out of high school, like, you're just trying to figure out your life, so whatever. But I feel like, um, maybe, like, once we were, like, 20, 21, 22, like, Mm -hmm. um, we've had, like, conversations about that. Um, and I feel like definitely this this podcast like has let them see like more about like my opinions and everything like that. One mm-hmm. thing that I that I don't want to be is like the colorism police because mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. I feel like sometimes not even just necessarily my friends. I feel like sometimes like people like say like I don't think because of like the person that I am and then especially the podcast and like my opinions and stuff like stuff like that mm-hmm. like I don't necessarily think that I'm that person that somebody would come to to get educated if they know that they're being problematic or if they know that like I don't know how to explain it like like if they think you would be upset by yeah what yeah because like I feel like a lot of people have like lied to me because I had one friend next <laughs> <Who>, friend <laughs> Yeah. So I had one friend who, <laughs> who I felt like they probably weren't attracted to dark skinned people. Oh. But because they felt like I would be upset mm-hmm. if they were to honestly say that. Yeah. They didn't say that or they forced themselves to be. But like they mm-hmm. themselves know that, okay, like if there's 10 bad bitches and five of them are dark skinned and five of them are are light skin like i'm probably picking the five light skin ones mm, yeah or 10 sexy niggas but mm. <laughs> like i feel like they um like they weren't honest with you about that yeah and i feel like upset. they knew it was because i feel like whenever people say like anything that's like even like smelling like colorism i'm just like like you know me like i can't hide yeah my reactions so i feel yeah. like because of that like people are very like like, I just feel like I'm not the person that's somebody who, eat, like, unless, like, your opinion is, like, I fuck with dark-skinned people and colorism is very bad. Like, I don't think I'm the person that somebody would come to. Yeah. Because I to, feel like, like they, ask, like, oh, is this colorism if I think like this? Yeah. They, they wouldn't come to you for that. I feel like, how do I explain? Like, I feel like they might, but I feel like they just would be very careful. They would be scared. Yeah. You know? Because I feel like... Like, I just, I just can't stand myself sometimes. I feel like I'm just always, like, politicizing everything. Because I remember we were at um, my friend's wedding shower. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Bridal shower. And um, we 
played this game like I made this game like who knows Rhonda the best mm-hmm. or whatever right mm-hmm. and then it was like oh who would Rhonda rather like who does Rhonda think is better like Shansia or Spice right oh, okay yeah and so like all the questions were about her and then like there was two teams and then they would have to answer and then yeah. she would she was obviously the deal breaker right yeah so then um I think everybody said Shansia and I was like oh you guys are like I was like oh you guys are colorists like da 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 and I'm just like then I'm, mm-hmm. I went home like why'd you do that we're having fun like yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean so yeah I think because I'm like that I feel like people won't say how they really feel mm-hmm but I feel like that's almost an issue for them, though. Because if you're wondering if it's colorism, it's probably colorism. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, why wouldn't you want to, like, I feel like them not willing, like, willingly coming to you to, like, try and clarify whether it mm-hmm. is or not is them, like, like almost like, you know how white people, like, they just act like everything's okay and, mm-hmm. like, there's no racism at all? I feel like that's what they're doing. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to, because I think in the first episode I had said that, like, you know, I expect my friends to be on a certain level of understanding colorism. Yeah. And, like, at this age, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, you need, like, we're not, I'm not educating you. I feel like our time, my time for to have educated you has passed. Like, I'm mm. not doing that at this present yeah. day. Yeah. So I feel like all the tough conversations that have needed to be had amongst me and my friends that aren't dark skin, mm-hmm. or even are dark skin, have already been had. Yeah. So, like, now, like, it's just, like, an understanding or whatever, right? Yeah. Even sometimes, like, some of my light-skinned friends will, like, say, point out colorism. I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize that still. Yeah. I'm like, like go off, sis, you yeah. know? But, um, <laughs> yeah. But, like, in terms of, like, just, like, maybe acquaintances or, like, people around me, like, co-work and stuff like that, I feel like they're not gonna... I feel like it's almost fake sometimes. Yeah. You know? Especially because mm-hmm. when I say, oh, I have a podcast called Dark and Lovely, like, oh, like, let me listen to it. Like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sending no. it to you. Like, I remember my, my coworker kept asking you what's the name of your podcast. I'm like, I'm not telling you. Like, like I'm not so telling you. You can share with everyone else. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, like, fuck you, bro. I talk <laughs> shit about you on here. <laughs> Don't kill me. Oh, man. Oh, but you know what? Also, I think another important point that we we didn't really cover on Mm -hmm. the last episode that we talked about colorism on Mm -hmm. um was that like i well we just need to clarify Mm -hmm. to like our audience we don't like i don't well i'm speaking for myself Mm -hmm. i don't think every negative thing that happens to me is colorism Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i want to separate colorism from like things that just happen because they happen you know what i mean i feel like not every negative experience that i've gone through or that i've had is a result of colorism i think a majority of it is but i don't think every single experience that i've had is a result of colorism and i just wanted to clarify that because i feel like a lot of people think that like i'm saying like oh like i'm blaming colorism for all my bad things that happened in my life when that's not the case I feel like, so, are you trying to say that, like, you're not saying that maybe any, like, oppression or discrimination or whatever that you've experienced is related to colorism? No, I just mean, like, not oppression. I feel like oppression, um, like, if I experience racism or anything like that, I feel like colorism is just within that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, whether we call it racism or colorism, I feel like for white people, they're not really going to know the difference. But like to me, I would 
call it colorism or racism. You know what I mean? It's together. You can't like separate together. it. You yeah, don't you know can't... how much of it is colorism, exactly. how much of it is racism. Like, I know, like, for a white person, they'll probably say something about black people, but I know when they're saying that certain thing that they're leaving me out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're saying, like, oh, yeah, like, black people, I love when black people do this, or I love when black people look like this, but I know I'm excluded out of the, that that group of black people yeah because i'm dark skin mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i'm saying just like like any not i don't know how to, how to explain it though like i don't think every bad thing that happens to me is a result of colorism i don't really have any examples right now but i just wanted to let the audience know that <laughs> i feel like um i don't know my academic mind just came out when you said that because I because um you know like obviously everybody knows intersectionality or whatever right mm-hmm. so I feel like intersectionality would disagree mm, okay so there's intersectionality and there's this other framework called Afro-pessimism right and like Afro-pessimism is a response to intersectionality and Afro-pessimism holds that like your blackness is like you know how like intersectionality is like okay i'm a black woman so everything i experience is because i'm black and because i'm a woman and because i'm this yeah. and because i'm that yeah. right and then mm-hmm. you know how some people be like oh you're a woman first or sorry or you're a woman first or oh you're black, or you're first. black first yeah right? so mm-hmm. afro-presentism holds that like once you're black like that's the true like antagonist or the true determining factor of the experiences that you experience yeah so it's like you're black then you're everything else so like mm-hmm. when you said that that's where my mind went because i'm like are you trying mm-hmm. to say that like you're not saying like you're dark skinned and you're everything else mm-hmm. okay but i'm trying to think of an example and i think i thought of one mm-hmm. but i feel like you can argue that it is but mm-hmm. i'm just okay so say like i go for like i don't fucking know uh say like i'm dating around right mm-hmm. And obviously there's colorism within dating, mm-hmm. right? But say a guy that I'm talking to is also talking to a light-skinned girl, right? Mm-hmm. But he, like irrespective of our skin tones, he genuinely just fucks with her more. Like they have more in common. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they have more, of a they're com- more, more compatible mm-hmm. just because of their personalities than I am with him, mm-hmm. right? I feel like naturally I would be like, okay, that's colorism obviously because she's light skinned mm-hmm. but like really it not, not really she, it, colorism is probably in there but like it's not 100% of it it's because that he's more compatible with her and their mm-hmm. personalities are more compatible than it is with me and him you know what I mean but I feel like everything I feel like before in the last uh, episode that we had about colorism I like I talked about colorism as like 100% everything Mm-hmm. I experience is a result of colorism when I don't I think majority is but not like everything, everything. I feel like um, I hear you but I feel like the fact that our mind would even cause look if you if it was the light skin girl talking right yeah. and she was like you know uh, the same scenario like the man she likes is talking yeah. to a dark skin girl mm-hmm. and her right yeah her she would be more safe in mm-hmm. assuming that okay he like he chose her because they're more compatible because they're more compatible yeah. she doesn't yeah, have true. to go through the mental gymnastics of 
oh is it yeah. because i'm dark and that in yeah. and of itself is colorism so yeah that's true so it's like it's not that like obviously like not every experience okay i will say that every single thing that i experience in my life like mm-hmm. has to do with my identity has to mm-hmm. do with um me being black mm-hmm. my height the fact that i'm able-bodied like mm-hmm. me being dark-skinned me being a woman mm-hmm. me being uh Ghanian, like every single thing mm-hmm. has to do with that like and it's not always negative either like for example mm-hmm. like let's say me and you were to go to ghana right Mm-hmm. Like, I would be like, and we were went to a club, yeah. And they're playing like a song in tree, yeah. We're in the same club, standing right beside each other, listening to the same song. Yeah. My experience of that song is gonna be different than yours. And I'm like, yo, like this is song. Even if you, even if you, like, let's say we say we're going to Ghana, and yeah. I gave you a playlist, and you learned every single tree song, yeah. old school uh, Ghana song that there is. Mm-hmm. If we're standing next to each other in a club and they're playing that track, we're mm-hmm. experiencing it differently. Why? Because this song is bringing me back to when I was ten and I and oh, I was at a true. wedding. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And me and my cousins were going off to this track. Mm-hmm. Same thing if we're at Ghana. Like I could learn every single. Um, soak a track and mm. i could love and appreciate the music but it's going to be different from you because this is your culture like when yeah. you go home your granny might could be playing this track you yeah, know what i mean that's true. so i feel like everything everything we experience is because of the people that we are but also to your point i feel like there are also positives that we experience because of who we are like yeah. not everything about like yeah oh yeah maybe that's what i'm trying to get at then that like not everything's negative yeah no your point makes sense but like also like not everything like like colorism is an important topic but Mm -hmm. i think that if you were to ask me today like would you rather be light-skinned i would say no yeah for sure so then that means that there is some type of joy in being dark-skinned yeah because if there wasn't then i would say oh i'm gonna be light-skinned in a heartbeat yeah and there are a lot but of... But I think, like, mm-hmm. the joy in being dark-skinned is something that I had to actively, like... Find. Find, like, seek out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was like, oh, yeah, like, it's I lit. enjoy it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I feel like sometimes, like... I feel like we're ab- we should be able to, like, dark-skinned people, in the same mm-hmm. way that black people are able to, like, as black people, we're like, yeah, like, you know, we love being black, like, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, yeah. I feel like dark-skinned people should be able to or should be like yo we love being dark-skinned being dark-skinned is lit yeah. like you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like talk about the positives of it because mm-hmm. there really are so positive so many positives like my mom would always tell me like if you want to be lighter like you can bleach yourself if these people want to be darker they they can't yeah. you can go tan but you're never gonna look like me yeah that's how my yeah. mom would always tell me so yeah that's fair we're special you know what i mean mm-hmm um and i think one thing that we also did on the first episode that i think a lot of us do is like when we talk about you know growing up and having our own children and trying Mm to um teach them from young like about colorism and like whatever whatever i feel like it's always towards the girls and i feel like we're always like oh i'm gonna tell my daughter she's beautiful i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna this i'm gonna that because we know that like you know obviously boys experience colors but we experience it more but a lot yeah. of the times like we've all shared that like growing up the colorism was a lot of the times at the hands of dark-skinned boys yeah so if anything they also need need that, that. yeah that's true so like what like how do you think that you're gonna raise your son like if you think about it like 
like I like how do you think you're gonna raise your son like to not be colorist or like in comparison to your daughter if that makes sense mm, I feel like um I don't know I probably do the same thing that I say do to my daughter or say to my daughter I feel like I would tell him that his dark skin is beautiful mm-hmm. or he's so handsome because he's dark skin mm-hmm. you know what I mean I would probably do the exact same thing I do to my daughter because I feel like in general like parents don't really compliment their sons as much as they compliment their daughters mm-hmm. just because they think that self-esteem like like uh, a, a girl's self-esteem is so what's it called fragile, fragile. you know mm-hmm. when like how do we know that a boy's self-esteem is not as fragile it probably you is know? there's still people <laughs> there's still people and like so i think like just i would do the exact same thing i would do with my girl um while raising my son because i don't know i don't see what the difference i don't know i don't see what the difference would be but do you think that you would have to take it a step further and maybe um like do you think that like teaching your son that his skin is like nice Mm -hmm. or like beautiful or whatever yeah would that solve the issue of them like being colorist towards dark-skinned girls or do you feel like you would have to specifically say like okay like everybody that's dark skin is like like dark skin mm-hmm. women are this too or dark skin girls are this too like mm-hmm. would you have to specifically be intentional like that or do you just think that teaching them to love their dark skin mm-hmm. would you know what i'm trying to say yeah um i think okay so say if it was my boy by like i just had a boy by himself mm-hmm. i think that um I would have to be more intentional about saying that all dark skin is beautiful. If it was just him. If it was just him. I think if I was raising a boy and girl at the same time, Mm -hmm. and they're relatively similar in age, Mm -hmm. um, I would kind of be doing it Together. together. But at the same time, I also think that by him genuinely loving his skin tone too, he'll see the beauty in other women Mm -hmm. that are the same skin tone as him. I feel like a big reason why a lot of guys or a lot of boys are so colors is because they don't like their own skin tone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they don't see it past like other people fetishizing them. Yeah, and they exactly, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I, I think that by just telling him that his skin or his dark skin is nice and like it's so beautiful and I love it that if he genuinely loves his dark skin he will genuinely love everyone's dark skin you know Mm -hmm. but uh i don't know (laughs) i i I think i agree i think i agree i think it's definitely like if you're a dark skin man and you don't don't like dark skin women Mm -hmm. you definitely don't like yourself because how can you say you don't like somebody because they're dark skin and you're dark skin like that makes no sense like you you have issues but so i feel like if you love yourself then you would be more inclined to love people that look like you. Mm-hmm. Cause like literally like once I once I um I think I always found dark skin guys attractive, but like once I actually started to love being dark skin, mm-hmm. like yeah. I was like, okay, no, I actually love dark skin men. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like that I feel like you're right in that. But um um the other thing that I was gonna say is like what we were talking about before of like just because 
like you and your husband are dark skinned doesn't mean that your child oh your child's gonna be dark skinned too yeah so if you were to have a child that's lighter or even if you were to just uh marry somebody that's not like not black or Mm -hmm. whatever like how would you teach your kid about their privilege because i was having a conversation with somebody about colorism Mm-hmm. And they are white, but their kids are, like, half black. Yeah. And they were, like, we were just talking. I think they were just uh, talking to me about maybe some of the, like, experiences that their kids are having, like, just being, like, half black or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I think they were just, like, you know, like, obviously wanting to protect their children and, like, I guess asking for my perspective because, like, I'm black or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I was, like, telling them, but then I was also telling them, like, you know, you're kid is very light like your kid is also gonna have privilege like because the kid is young but i'm like so obviously i don't know if maybe that's a conversation right now yeah i feel like you can teach any lesson though like like i feel like it would have to be a very basic lesson yeah because like, it it's a be, very complicated it issue. would have to be a basic lesson but like you can still teach it and then build on it when they yeah as they get older yeah. right so we were having that conversation and they asked me like what do you think i should teach my daughter about colorism yeah. And to be honest, I like I gave an answer, but I feel like I wasn't so educated on that. Like I, yeah. I feel I like I didn't, know. I didn't know what to say because I'm like, you know, like at the end of the day, especially like if you're, if you're like growing up and everybody around you is white and like, mm-hmm. like and even though like, like the child is very fair, right? Yeah. So if they were to be around like me, yeah, and like the people I'm around. Yeah. Like, they would definitely get the privilege. But because they're around white people, yeah. they're the black girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I went there, my experience would be just different. But, like, for, for yeah. what their experience is, like, they're the black girl. Yeah. So, it's, I feel like as a child... So is their dad dark-skinned? Or, like, what is he? The mom is white and the dad's dark-skinned? The dad is black, but okay. the dad is not... Oh, okay, like, they're... Yeah, so... Okay. So, well, it's that's like... That's hard for her, then. Fuck yeah so it's like because yeah. i feel like for white people like i don't even think they would be able to like understand that concept yeah colorism, to, to be know? able to then teach it to your child yeah so like i felt a lot of pressure answering that question because i'm like okay this child doesn't have like a black parent yeah like they like active right yeah. so it's like their parent is trying to like basically get educated yeah, from so me raise, so that she yeah. can raise her daughter mm-hmm. not to be colorist so mm-hmm. I felt like there's like so much pressure and it's like yeah. this is not really something that I really know because I'm not raising a dark skin ch- a light skin child and I never thought about it yeah, I, I, like every time I think about raising my kids like a lot of it is centered on like me teaching them to love their dark skin because yeah. that's what I'm picturing for myself but yeah. to be honest maybe they won't be dark skin I know you never know you know what I mean? So yeah. I just was like, what do I say? Like, I basically said, like, you know, like, I feel like that's a conversation. Because they're like, yo, like, should I should I start teaching my daughter about this now? Or, like, should I wait? Like, what should I do? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, honestly, I feel like in the same way that, um, like, you teach, like, I'm like, do you guys do affirmations? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, like, maybe, like, and I'm like, I'm sure you guys have, like, a books about like black mm-hmm. girls and yeah. all that kind of stuff i'm like maybe you should like you know like the books and stuff should be like like darker girls too yeah. and like the affirmations like some maybe like obviously center her in the affirmations because mm-hmm. it's her life but like yeah i don't know like maybe like talk about like like your hair's like this but there are other hair and it's still nice like yeah. you know what i mean like 
or even just like, shit like that. Yeah, I feel like kids they really pick up on like, like how do I say this? Uh, like I'll, okay, language I think with kids is very important. Right? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much knowledge, there's so much things that are said without actually being said that they in language. Do, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like even if she's going, say, to a grocery store, she sees a dark skinned girl, she's like she could be like, Oh, like look, Sandy, say the little girl's name Sandy. Mm-hmm. Like, look, Sandy, that girl's so beautiful. Yeah. Like just saying things like that to like make the daughter be aware that there's other beauty other than her in blackness besides her Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like just like saying little things like that because kids will pick up on that they're Mm -hmm. like at that age they're like sponges yeah they really are you know what i mean so literally just saying little things and like just making comments that are like positive about dark skin Mm -hmm. like they'll pick up on that Mm -hmm. and then internally they'll be like oh okay well like this is good why do you think like a bunch of white kids are racist i don't think their parents are like oh my gosh like like black people are this or black people that uh, there probably is a lot of people but sometimes like it's that. just implicit but, like sometimes it's just like oh like why is that black girl doing that you know and then just in the way that they're saying it like the child will pick up on like that's a bad thing you know what oh, i mean and you know what you know why we even got on this topic with my that person i was talking about mm-hmm. because i had this class and it's a critical race class mm-hmm. critical approaches to race or something like that and we're all like um talking about our final papers like we had to present mm-hmm. our research mm-hmm. and there was a a like a like a lighter skin girl and she was she grew up in like the caribbean and in canada so her paper mm-hmm. was basically about like um her experiences like in the caribbean and how she was called like uh coolie Oh, and, yeah. But, like, she's speaking it from, like, a negative perception. Basically saying, mm-hmm. like, when she, when she was in the Caribbean, like, she lived in two different Caribbean countries. Mm-hmm. And how, like, she was othered. Like, basically saying, like, she, like, her blackness was, like, basically, like, she experienced yeah, bullying and whatever because she was light. Yeah. But, like, which is fine because that's mm-hmm. her experience. Mm-hmm. But she never really, like, talked about, like, why maybe these darker people were mm-hmm. bullying her yeah like there was no like deeper analysis of yeah. colorism and how what you're experiencing is a product of colorism yeah it's and like so, the light-skinned people saying like oh like people were bullying me because i was light-skinned it's like, like okay like, let's take a step back <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah so i was talking to my to that person about that and mm-hmm. so that's when we got on the topic mm-hmm. but and so like that's the thing like if my co doesn't teach their child mm-hmm. these things. Their child will grow up and be, like, the person in my class and have mm-hmm. that one-way mindset. Yeah, and I and I think that she should definitely teach her when she's older and she's able to understand. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, as a child, like, I, I don't know how old she is. Like, how old is she? Like, five? Like, mm-hmm. that kind of age? Like, mm-hmm. if you're, like, a preschool setting, like, you're not going to understand concepts like that yeah but like if you you'll understand like something is right or wrong Mm -hmm. based on like what your parents are are saying you know but like i feel like that further analysis would have to come when she's older when she's older Mm -hmm. you know but like you can still put in those little yeah to set it up because you can't if you don't do that like you're gonna wake up one day and be like okay by the way you experience light skin privilege and be like wait what is like what what are you talking about yeah you know exactly at least then like even if like she's not super aware of it at least she's not thinking that like i'm better because i'm 
I'm lighter. You know, and you know what? I, mean? what? I feel like I feel like we actually need to talk more about teaching, like the same way how we tell like white people like you need to like teach your kids like not to be racist and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. we actually need to focus on like light skinned kids and teaching them not to be colors or teaching them that they have privilege because we can tell we can teach our dark skinned kids all we want to love themselves and they can love themselves but if everybody doesn't love them like it's because even me like i genuinely like when i look at myself when i think of myself i Mm -hmm. genuinely think i look good i genuinely think that like my skin looks good and my skin mm-hmm. tone looks good and everything right mm-hmm. but then if you were to ask me do i think other people think that i don't mm-hmm. know now yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's because of colorism so yeah i feel like that problem can be avoided in this new generation coming up yeah if we raise all kids to think like that yeah. not just dark skin kids yeah. you know yeah yeah i agree all black kids. I feel like white kids. That's not. They need to understand racism. First. Yeah, we need to. We need to take it one step at a time. So. <laughs> we still need to think about racism. Yeah. Do you think you've changed your mind about what you require from like um, a romantic relationship as it relates to colorism? And would you date a man that is a recovered colorist? I don't think I would date a man that's a recovered colorist. I'll answer that question first. (laughs) And the reason why is like that colorism, that way of thinking came from somewhere. Mm -hmm. So that somewhere, most likely his parents. Yeah. Most likely the family that he was brought up in. And I, for one, am not raising my child if half of their family is fucking colorist. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. I'm not willing to do that. Mm -hmm. So yes, I agree that he could have changed and like change his way of thought and like you know maybe he's not colorist now even though i don't know i feel like like men that were like actively saying out loud like on twitter too like oh all of these colorist remarks all these colorist tweets like i don't think they um would say those things now but i feel like the colorism has changed to something else Mm. that's more like not as noticeable like you know how we were talking about in that one episode how like in the united states like racism is so like overt it's so like in your face but in canada it's more like right on like the whatever the the edge like you don't really see it but you know it's there Mm -hmm. i feel like that's how a lot of black men that were saying those colorist tweets on twitter about five or six years ago that's how they are now like i don't think i don't think like they're willing to say those things out loud because they know it's wrong, but like it's still there somewhere. I don't even think that a lot of them know it's wrong, you know. I feel like they know that people will come for them. Yeah, they know. Like you know, like when somebody says, you know, like when um somebody says something colorist or racist or or homophobic or whatever on Twitter. Yeah. And then there'll be niggas in the cold seats talking about, oh, they gonna cook you for this. Oh, yeah. RIP to your mentions. And it's yeah. like, but you're not critiquing them. You're just saying yeah. that people are gonna come for them. It's almost like you're, it's almost like you're agreeing with them, but you're telling them like they shouldn't have tweeted this. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, literally. Yeah, that's so true. So I feel like that's what it is. I feel like they don't, like maybe some of them have changed their mind to a degree, but if you were on Twitter like three years ago screaming that dark skin girls look like roaches and beef patties and bread elevens, like I highly doubt that like. You've you, come like you've full circle, full circle. Yeah. Like maybe you now yeah. know that you cannot say that we're roaches. Yeah, but like, but like to be like, oh, you love your black skin now. And yeah, you love black women like dark skin black. I'm women. not buying like, it. I am not buying it at all. And they really like literally like 
literally like you guys actually only like dark skin girls on in the internet yeah literally because how come when i go to luxies you guys like still are acting like that like yeah. you know what i mean like how come when i'm in a real life like why is that like like what's the truth like yeah you know what i mean so mm-hmm. yeah i feel like yeah but would you date someone that was colorist in the past and has changed or has changed this is the thing marks? this is the thing i feel like i'm not okay generally i was obviously not everybody but generally speaking i feel like almost i feel like there are a lot of men like for me to say i'm not gonna date somebody who has a colorist past like mm-hmm. i'm literally making my dating pool so small yeah you know what i'm trying to say like i don't want to right yeah but then the question is am i gonna and this is sad as i'm saying it but like you know what i'm trying to say like mm-hmm. i could say like yeah no i don't want to date a man that was even a little bit colorist like yeah but like is that realistic yeah probably not like i don't especially if you're like oh my man like especially if you're trying to find a man in the gta like it's not it's yeah. not realistic <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't it's. Know. I just I can't even imagine, like, like for me growing up, mm-hmm. having family members tell me something about like my my skin. Mm-hmm. Like I just know my mom would go fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like if I told her too about like that they said this to me, like she would go ballistic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I. I don't know. I I can't. I could not have that either. Cause I feel like I would go crazy too, if like I had someone comment on my skin, on my um child's skin tone because they're dark skin. Like, who are you? Yeah. You know, I feel like I would have to talk to. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like I remember. Um, I had this like uh, colleague or whatever at school. What is it called? What is an academic coworker called? what like when you're in academia like what are your like co-workers called your like, classmates no like not like <laughs> your classmate like like once you reach like higher academia like somebody who's like in academia too like if you're a professor or you're a ta and somebody else is a ta like what are they or like they're in a different department your colleagues is it called a colleague i don't know anyway somebody <laughs> like that like they are um from an arab country yeah and their nieces are like like they're all muslim but their nieces are like half like black black, yeah but also still muslim and like she said that like from like the sides of the family like she are because there's you know genes are weird so like some of the like she has like i think like three or four nieces and like Mm -hmm. there's um one like they're all like different skin tones but one of them is like way darker Mm -hmm. and then one of them's like way lighter than the next two are like in the middle or whatever and she just said like she could see already like they're kids and she could see already like how they're treated differently oh and she's like by the parents no not the parents like the families oh well yeah and then she's like bro anytime she sees any whiff of that like she's she's not having it like she like cusses all of them like you know what i mean yeah so 
I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, it just, it's sad still, like, for your family to... Yeah, and I honestly, like, I don't want to blame my my family because obviously it's something that, like, you need to unlearn. But at the same time, like, just because you need to unlearn it doesn't mean my kids are going to have to unlearn this too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let no, them just let's, not let's learn let's it stop from it the right start. Here. Yeah. Let's stop it right here. Like, where are you going with this? Mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere with it. So sorry. No. Honestly, I feel like I'm going to be, like, a crazy mom in terms of, like, nobody say like don't say anything to my kids don't say anything like to my don't children. even look at them like don't like say anything seriously to them. don't say anything i'm gonna be one of those parents where if my child ever came to me and said someone put hands on them someone said I'm something at school, going to the school we're going to the school and we're gonna talk to your principal and your teacher because why when you told them they didn't do anything about it mm-hmm. we're gonna have a meeting and i want the, the child that said anything to you i want their parents to be there too mm-hmm. because how are you resolving this trust me you know what i mean trust me like you're and i feel like especially in durham you have to do that mm-hmm. because well i don't know about ajax and like pickering but like actually no ajax and pickering because although there is a large population of black people like kids in the schools all of the teachers most of the teachers are still white mm-hmm. you know like the staff are still white so they're gonna be treating kids in a certain way and parents need to be advocates for their children no i remember like there was this one um cafeteria lady when I was in high school and she was just like I don't know like I feel like she just was like like labeled me as like I'm not gonna lie like I was like loud and shit in high school but mm-hmm. like I wasn't like a bad kid yeah. you know what I mean yeah and I feel like she just like labeled me that way and she was just always like picking on me like everything I did like she mm. just always wants to argue with me and then I remember one time she told me to stand up for the national anthem yeah and like I didn't and then <laughs> And then, like, when I went in in the calf to buy something, she's like, oh, are you Jehovah's Witness? And I'm like... What? Because Jehovah's Witness people sometimes don't stand up for national anthem. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So then she was like... <laughs> she, or she, she said something. And then I'm like, no. And then she's like, so why don't you stand up for the national anthem? And I'm like... I'm like, girl, like, let me buy this cookie. Like, yeah. stop talking to me. And then she was like, oh, how her brother was in the army. And... Okay, good for him. <laughs> Good for Sorry, him. how her like, brother what? was in the army and like da 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 da. I'm like, bro, if you don't sell me this cookie, and then she's like, oh, you can't buy from my calf. And I was like, what? I really, I didn't eat breakfast. Like, <laughs> I want to buy this cookie. Anyway, long story short, it was a big issue. I think like I don't know if we cussed each other out. I don't know, but there was an issue, mm-hmm. and then my dad had to come to the school. Yeah. And then my dad was like, I don't send my school, my child to school to be disrespected yeah if you because my dad's a social worker right he's like yeah. if i had to deal with somebody's child yeah. i don't treat them badly because i don't want my anybody to treat my child badly exactly yeah literally i called my dad my dad was like say less he skirt yeah. he pulled up mm-hmm. and the lady had to the next day she had to apologize to me mm-hmm. she's like oh yeah Teresa, you know like my dad was like i need to speak to the principal yeah <laughs> like, no literally you need to he's like I need these to speak people to the will principal. play with you and play with your children trust me and that's not happening not on my watch not on my not watch not on my watch <laughs> i do not care trust me uh that podcast that's going around those that one guy and the other guy oh yeah yeah when they were talking about like what did they say i didn't even watch the video they're basically saying like they're not down with the brown and what no, is that what they said? They, they said tried they're to not, like they make said a little they're not down with the brown thing about it. They said That's they're not down with the weird. brown and how it's a preference and they don't really like black girls like that and just like all whole bunch of a whole heap of foolishness. Yeah. So do you feel like and how it's a preference? So do you feel like 
genuinely like somebody can say they don't like dark skinned girls or are not attracted to dark skinned girls or they prefer light skinned women no, I without don't think... it being informed by colors and like can it genuinely be just a preference I don't think it could genuinely be just a preference because like we're all black at the end of the day we're all gonna have similar features you know what a dark skinned girl's gonna have like her features are not gonna look that much different than a light skinned person's features mm-hmm. or at least from what I've seen mm-hmm. you know what I mean the only difference is literally our skin tone mm-hmm. you know what I mean so how would it not be colorism like, but like, if they're like, if so, you're saying that I'm not disagreeing, but mm-hmm. I'm saying that you're saying that preferring light skin over dark skin in any capacity is inherently colorist. Yeah, I think it is. So like, you don't think like, like if they say like, nah, like I'm not colorist. Like I think dark skin women like look good, but like, I my preference is a light skin woman. Like, but why? Like, why is that your preference? Like, what is the reason behind it? What was the reason? No, no, but literally, like, like, what is the reason that you prefer light-skinned women? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like once you ask him that, any it's answer like, that's gonna come is gonna it's be gonna colorist. be colorist. Like, yeah. like what? Are you trying to say like behaviorally they're different? Because that's colorist. Because that's colorist. Are you trying to say like our features are different? Because it's not. Mm-hmm. Maybe the only way it would be different is because they're lighter, but we have the same features. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're colorist. So you're colorist. Like, so I don't see... I never understood the argument with, like, like preference. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, you know how on the last uh, episode about colorism, we said that we prefer dark skin mm. men? Mm. I don't... I think that can be a preference. And I don't want to say, like... I don't want to sound hypocritical. But I think that's mostly a preference because we understand how dark skin is viewed within society this is my thing like that could never be colorist because like how do i put it like if if there's a i don't know if me and you right Mm -hmm. are both holding um no if if there's a hundred pounds that we mean you have to bring somewhere right yeah you have 75 pounds and i have 25 pounds yeah you give me 25 pounds now i gained 25 pounds but like now we're even do you know what i mean like you're just restoring order to it yeah but like somebody could say oh but why did you give it like why would you give the 25 pounds to Teresa? you didn't give deja 25 pounds you know what i'm trying to say yeah like it's not but like it's still fair because now we both have 50 50 like i feel like it could never be an issue like me saying that i prefer black people like not prefer black people but me saying like okay i'm i'm gonna uh seek out to prioritize black people or Mm -hmm. i'm going to i prefer dark-skinned people in terms of dating Mm -hmm. or whatever right yeah like that can never be racist or that can never be colorist because the majority of everybody is gonna prefer to prioritize white people and the majority of everybody is gonna prefer light-skinned people so Mm -hmm. if i'm saying like i'm like one person saying that i prefer like the opposite the opposite like Mm -hmm. that is not gonna somehow make everybody hate white people or make everybody hate light-skinned people Mm -hmm. you know what i'm trying to say like that's that's just it's just trying it's seeking to restore balance Mm -hmm. and it's like if if like if dark-skinned people receive it's just like when we talk about feminism or when we talk about women's rights or whatever right Mm -hmm. for me i personally think that like we have to start at like 
disabled women and like black women and like whatever Mm -hmm. because if disabled women have rights if black women have rights Mm -hmm. then white women are definitely gonna have rights yeah but if we start at white women like now we have to go backwards you get what i'm saying so like it could never like you saying that you like dark skin women could never be colorist Mm -hmm. because what is colorism preference for lighter skin tones are you preferring a lighter skin tone no no yeah that's fair so it's not no, but I just feel like a lot of people would argue that Well, they're is. dumb. <laughs> they're dumb. And they don't understand the assignment. So do you think, like, it's important to have a dark-skinned friend? Yeah, I think it's very important to have a dark-skinned friend. I think in general, whether you're dark-skinned or light-skinned or brown-skinned. Um, <laughs> because, for one, if you're light-skinned, I feel if that dark-skinned girl has unlearned... Or that dark-skinned person, I don't want to say girl, sorry. Dark-skinned person has really unlearned um, kind of how colorism affects them within themselves, like internally. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, like, they could be, like, a, a, a person that could educate that light-skinned person of their privilege and how, um, what am I, where am I going with this? No, I I was asking you, do you think it's important to have dark skin friends? And I think you're I think you're getting at like it's important to have a dark skin friend if you're dark skin and if you're light skin. Yeah, and if you're light skin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because I feel like as a light skin person, whether you're colorist or not, I feel like it's important to like hear the stories that your dark skin friend is saying and being like, "Oh, like like cuz I feel like honestly, like white people, this may be problematic, but like white people, <laughs> I feel like light-skinned people they'll i don't think they will ever 100 percent be not colorist like they'll always be like even if it's like two percent point three percent you know like mm-hmm. there's still gonna be somewhat of like a colorist i don't know tone to them you know so i feel like by that dark-skinned person being like a friend to them they could help them see that you know what it know? is okay think of it like this when it comes to black people, mm-hmm. even as a dark-skinned person, I feel like even if you put in the work to unlearn, yeah, like it's not like you unlearn it and then you just good for the rest of your life. Yeah, you have to keep on you, unlearning. You have to keep on unlearning, and <laughs> yeah. sometimes you might catch yourself. Yeah. But when you unlearn, that's when you have the ability to catch yourself. Yeah. Right? Sure. Yeah. It's because it's so much in our cultures. Yeah. And I'm going to take the time to do that because I want to love myself and my kids and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a light-skinned person who's benefiting from this, yeah, I feel like you, as much as I, as a dark-skinned person, have to work hard to unlearn you really have to look hard work yeah. hard to learn because you have to take yourself out of the equation because yeah. you're not gonna want to hear that okay you got this because you're light yeah. skin or oh this man likes you because you're light skin you probably mm-hmm. that that's not a nice that's not like good your emotions will get in the way yeah yeah you know what i mean because mm-hmm. you're only human so i feel like i get what you're saying like and i feel like there's only i feel like if you're too as a light-skinned person to unlearn cosmism you have to look outside of yourself mm-hmm. and i feel like as a human you can only look outside of yourself so much yeah you know what i'm trying to say yeah. like like you'll never be able to see a certain yeah certain uh like lifestyle or certain aspect. perspective yeah. because look think of it like this like if you ask if you were to ask a white person yeah like 
oh, do you think slavery was wrong? Do you think colonialism was wrong? Yeah, they'll definitely they'll say, say yes. yes. Yeah. But if you say like, okay, like if you tell them a specific experience, that like maybe had. like a microaggression, yeah, they might say, oh, like I don't know, I don't think so. Yeah, like you yeah, know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. So it's like it's the same thing applies, mm-hmm. and like even like um uh like us like homophobia like mm-hmm. if if you ask us like do you th- like do you think it's wrong that like gay people weren't allowed to get married we're gonna say yeah it was yeah. wrong but if mm-hmm. somebody's telling you a specific experience of a microaggression it might take you longer to come to the conclusion that, that like yeah no that was homophobia yeah, that's because true. you have to look outside of yourself yeah so that's fair um i think though that dark skin women i'm gonna speak through your perspective because that's (laughs) what i am but i feel like dark-skinned women should definitely have a dark-skinned friend even several if you can because Mm -hmm. i feel like growing up i kind of thought that all dark-skinned girls felt the same way that i did so Mm -hmm. when i saw because i grew up like I didn't really think anything was really wrong with my skin tone or like because my mom would always tell me like oh like you're so beautiful for a dark skin girl like she would put it in in me from the very beginning right but I think I thought that that was normal because that, that was what I was experiencing right so I think whenever I saw like a dark skin girl being like uh like feeling insecure or like, like doing like things like that i would be like like what the fuck like this is so this is weird to me because it's foreign i've never experienced this ever and i'm like, a dark what is this? Yeah. woman but like i think maybe high school no i think when i first had like my first dark skin friend mm-hmm. which is bridget so shout out to bridget because i've always <laughs> had like black friends mm. but like i don't think i've ever had a dark skin friend until bridget so mm-hmm. i think that's when i realized that like my experience is different than her experience. I think she did grow up similar to me though. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think her, her her parents told her that she was beautiful as a dark skinned person. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still different than mm-hmm. what I experienced, right? So. I feel like, um, I feel like it's definitely important to have dark skinned friends. And mm-hmm. I, like you said, multiple. Yeah. Because I feel like even when you just because i would say growing up i could think of two dark-skinned people that were like around me or whatever and i would say one of them had more of an experience culture to yours where like they didn't really like think like negatively of their skin tone Mm -hmm. to the extent that i did yeah and then i would say i had one person around me that thought so badly of their skin tone to the point Mm. where it made me think even worse about mine yeah right like i Mm. like this person would be like yeah like i'm dark but like i feel like they would kind of use me to feel better about themselves oh yeah and be like yeah you're darker than me or oh that's mean that's like really mean like (laughs) what the hell like oh like and like you know like how my bottom lip is red like they would always like i don't know if you remember but it's crazy because these days people are getting this like lip uh injection not even lip injection. Oh, lip pigment thing. Lip pigment yeah. thing to make their bottom look pink. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, that's interesting because people used to bully me for that. They yeah, used to bully funny. dark skinned people for having pink lips. Yeah. So I remember this particular person would always be like, oh yeah, like T's, T has a, a, a pink lip and oh, T's darker than me. And oh, like put their arm next to, next to me and be like, that's oh like yeah, pink. it's only my face that's dark skin, but you, your whole body's dark skin. Not everybody wants to yeah. even skin tone though. But anyway, so <laughs> shit like that, right? And mm-hmm. that would make me feel like, it would make me feel more bad about myself. Yeah. And then, like, 
my other friend that was more like confident in themselves like mm-hmm. it would make me feel like okay like why don't i feel like that yeah not realizing that it's because of a product of how we're raised yeah but i feel like if i had like more dark skin girls around me i would have more of a variety like not mm-hmm. one extreme and one extreme you know what i'm yeah. trying to say and i feel like to be honest i love my friends and everything but it definitely was damaging to my self-esteem mm-hmm. um as a teenager having so many light skin friends around me yeah. or so many girls like being the, like feeling like i'm the darkest one yeah. even though i probably wasn't but yeah. just feeling like that and then feeling seeing like how i'm being treated differently yeah you know what i'm trying to say yeah. and like nobody's making fun of you guys every time mm-hmm. like Everything if i could only me. just be a couple shades like like that yeah. like it's like you know what i'm trying to say like mm-hmm. at least yeah so i just feel like it's very important and i feel like it's like now like it's really whatever to me because like i love myself i'm an adult mm-hmm. i understand these things are deep-rooted mm-hmm. but um as a child you can't make those connections yeah you can't going with like if we ever had children i would want my children like i would find dark skin friends for my children not fine child <laughs> not fine but like maybe if they're at daycare you know a few well, days my kids of the can week. be friends with your kids yeah fair yeah i feel like um yo one thing i don't know like i feel like we need to start deciding which suburb we're gonna move to yeah right because like what i want my kids to have black friends so like what are we saying guys like let I us know. know like what suburb like where are we going because th- like these prices are out of control but they're out of control everywhere, everywhere. yeah i feel like, like i said we need to have the the housing market needs to crash yeah there needs to be a recession do we need like we need to <laughs> we need to have a recession we, we need, need to, to have a recession hopefully bro coming. everybody start saving because if a recession if the, if the no, house working i'm uh, ready crashes, we need to buy a house i'm ready i don't even care i'll find a way hmm. i'll find a way because bro these houses like like i don't even know how bro, i'm gonna afford I, a house i'm gonna show you this house <laughs> that like like why is like why are these houses like two million dollars like for yeah. fucking what for like what? bro yeah. i seen a i seen a semi-detached townhouse for eight almost nine hundred thousand dollars yeah this and that's even here? no but like even like because i was looking at pre-construction even yeah. pre-construction is expensive now really? there's townhomes townhomes that they're building in pickering i think that are going for 800k are you kidding me and i'm like these are not even like these are not even houses that are built yet that have like gained equity or whatever. They're literally brand new and they're going for 800k. That's like, disgusting. That's crazy. Like what what is it called? Condos are going for like 600k, 500k in Pickering. I'm like, bruh, I'm probably gonna be able to afford like a one bedroom condo. <laughs> no, even you can't. Even I can barely afford it. No, you can't. Bro. If it's pre- if it's pre-construction. Yeah. But. It's hard out here. Honestly, out if your parents here, have right? a house, you're blessed because yeah. that's looking like the only way out. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> like Literally. maybe your parents will sell their house to you at a discounted price because like yeah. nah. Yeah. It's it's fucking hard, man. It's hard. But Mm-mm. yeah, we need to just save guys. Try and save. We're <laughs> gonna be saving for like 20 years, bro. <sighs> Like what? So like if a house is like a million, because like almost every house in Ajax now is like a million dollars. Let's be real. Even more than that. 
Mm -hmm. Like, if you're trying to do a down payment, like 5% of a million dollars is what? I don't know. You're the math person. I don't, I have no clue. Like 50,000? Let me this. How much is a down payment? And even then, if you, if you do 5%, like... Because I, I feel like the problem with, with the housing market is that every, like, people will put a listing price, mm -hmm. but then, like, so many people will be ready to buy, purchase that house that, like, the price will just increase, increase, you know increase, how much, increase, increase. You know how much like um, fucking signs that you see sold above asking price? Yeah. It says, to be on the safe side, you should have your down payment of a $200,000 <laughs> plus, plus an additional $40,000. $200,000? $240,000. But Whoa, I'm pretty but sure... But that's like 20%. But don't you like get the money from the bank? For a down payment? I feel like the down payment for your mortgage, you get the money oh, from the bank. Oh, and then the down the payment is like... Okay, the down payment it. is like your money that you but have to But don't some save. people like... I feel like you could do all that, but I feel like you'd be paying a lot monthly more. in mortgage. Yeah. And like, why would you want to do that? You wouldn't be able to live your life to be in a house that you can afford. Like, to be honest, everybody I know who's serious about like saving, like actively saying like I'm saving towards a house, yeah, has a partner <laughs> because they have like two, like, because if I save a hundred k and you save hundred k, we have two hundred k. But faster, like, yeah. to be honest, like I hope you guys are, but like to sit, like for me to sit here and say I'm gonna save two hundred thousand dollars. I mean, maybe in like three or four years. Well, like, once you're done school... Okay, <laughs> Teresa, I feel like it's very possible. It's possible, but it was, it's going to take a lot... Like, it's not just easy. Like Yeah, I don't think it's easy. I feel like you're going to have to, like, make a plan and, like, literally yeah. be disciplined. But, yeah, like, but it's definitely, like, easier. Like, everybody I know who's, like... Obviously, we all want a house, and we're all, like, yeah. saving, and, like, okay, this could go towards my house. But everybody who I know is, like, okay, I sat down, and I'm saving... Like, they have a partner. Because I feel like it seems <laughs> yeah. more realistic that way. Yeah, like, I could... I definitely could not save 200K, 240K myself. Right now. Unless, God forbid, anything happens to, to like, my family. No, just Unless, don't even say it. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> but that's the only way I'd be able to afford a house yeah. right now. God forbid, but <laughs> like please, but um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this housing market is out of fucking ne control. It needs to crash. It needs to crash. It needs to crash. Hopefully, it crashes, and then all these people that like they go back home. Just go back home, relax. Yeah. Go back to Ghana. Go back to Jamaica. Go back to Ghana. Yeah. Not even at a distance. Just go relax. You know this. This lifestyle is not for us. <laughs> like it's too fast paced. <laughs> literally oh my goodness bruh no i'm actually stressed <laughs> mm -mm. okay anyway what is some one thing that you would do differently than your parents mm -hmm. and one thing you do the same in terms of bringing up your kids um one thing i would do the same which i really liked that my mom did for me was that she would always tell me like your dark skin is is amazing is beautiful i love it you're pretty because you're dark skin mm -hmm. she would also buy me anytime she bought me dolls they were black mm -hmm. specifically dark skin like all my barbies were dark skin she would never would let me play with the play white, with barbie. A white barbie period and if someone bought me a white barbie she would go and return it <laughs> i'm not even kidding like she would that is so i love that um she would also tell like family members like you need to compliment her on her dark skin like they like she made it a thing mm -hmm. you know 
Um, so I think I would do the same for both of my my son and my daughter. Mm -hmm. uh, do the exact same thing for for them. Um, one thing that I would do differently was I think when once I got to like high school and I started liking boys, mm -hmm. I don't think I realized how much colorism plays a part in like the dating mm -hmm. aspect, and I don't think my mom prepared me as much mm -hmm. which i understand because i don't think i talked to her as, like at that age about dating and stuff mm -hmm. but i feel like knowing what i know now i'm probably before she even starts dating i'm probably gonna tell her like like guys are might not like you be for your skin and that doesn't mean that you're ugly that doesn't mean that you're ugly because you're dark skin that's just a them problem a them problem that they have to deal with and mm -hmm. you shouldn't be liking guys that are think Colorist like that anyways. anyways. Mm -hmm. So I think I would provide that kind of education to um, my children, specifically my my girls, because I feel like with guys it's of the opposite. They'll probably like you because you're dark skin, mm -hmm. especially if they're non-black girls. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's the one thing I would do differently. What about you? Um, one thing I do the same is I feel like despite like maybe I'm not understanding like she would always say stuff like like I like I'm pretty and stuff like that mm -hmm. like my dark skin is unique we're unique like even like my lips that I feel away about she'd be like mm -hmm. she always tell me like God gave you natural lipstick like yeah you need to embrace it like people put yeah. on lipstick you don't even have to like yeah. which is true because bitches is doing procedures to get lips that are two-toned now true. so my mom would always tell me that Mm -hmm. um and she would always like encourage me mm -hmm. but what i would do different is the way she went about it i feel like it mm -hmm. would be like aggressive encouragement like you need to like love yourself like you oh, you're beautiful like stuff yeah. like that but like yeah. if like but it was not like okay i understand why you feel this way but i yeah. want to teach you that you should feel this way yeah you know what i mean yeah so i feel like listening more I feel yeah. like once my mom heard like me saying bad things about myself, it was like, how could you say that about yourself? Yeah. That's not true, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But it was not yeah. more of like listening as to why did you feel this way? How yeah. can I help you to see differently? Like, why are you saying these things about yourself? Yeah, yeah, it was more like not her getting mad at me, but just her getting mad at the fact that I could possibly think this way think about myself way. Yeah. when she's like, honestly. And one thing I will say growing up, what I experienced, like, I feel like kids my age would, like, make fun of me and say I was ugly. But all of the compliments I received growing up were always from adults. Like, mm. I'll never forget this. I had this one friend in elementary school, and she came over to my house for us to do a project. Mm -hmm. And, like, she had an auntie. And, like, her auntie was, like, probably, like, maybe, like, our age. Like, she was young. Oh, like, a young yeah. auntie, right? Yeah. Like, our age now. And mm -hmm. she, like, came to my house and, I guess, you know, like whatever her and my mom were talking mm -hmm. and then she was like she looked at me she's like oh you're so beautiful Aww. and i was like huh like yeah. i was literally like <laughs> the fuck is she talking about like mm -hmm. but i'll never fucking forget that and i yeah. feel like she purposely said that to me because no, she was sure. dark-skinned too yeah. you know what i mean yeah so i feel like she she looked at me she's like she's like oh my gosh you're so yeah. like she was going on and on she was telling my mom i'm so pretty and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and like even like i remember this other lady i went to my mom's work and i was probably like 15 this is the times where i really mm -hmm. thought i was ugly and she was like oh my gosh she's like you're so pretty like Aww. i have a son like can you talk to him Aww. like you're so pretty and like she was yeah. dark skin too right yeah so i feel like it was always did they both grew up here like in Canada? um obviously the younger auntie she yeah. did the other lady i think she's been here a long time mm -hmm. 
yeah so yeah like i feel like i always every time i got complimented it was older always an older black lady yeah yeah so i feel like you know i want to be that older black lady yeah yeah because <laughs> i'll never Facts. forget that yeah Oh, yeah anyway any last thoughts um don't be colorist guys try your best <laughs> a lie don't be colorist try your freaking best man yeah man anyway this has been your girl ohima t and dej and this is dark and lovely pod bye guys later